Seminar, a conference or other meeting for discussion or training. A class at a college or university in which a topic is discussed by a teacher and a small group of students. Episode 59, Best Laid Plans. Hey, Four, mind if I join you? Seven? No, you can. If you want to, that is. So, are you okay? I heard the professor gave you a hard time while I was gone. I'm fine, really. I just need to take a break. Are you sure? Yeah, I just need to spend some time figuring out who I am. Ninety-seven? Are you in here? Forty-five. W- uh, what brings you here? <sighs> Boredom. The computer won't let me interact with any of the other students in the other classrooms. And, well, I don't want to work out, and I've read everything in the guided reading list. What are you up to? Uh, just uh, conducting a little research. Nothing to see here. Move along. Ooh, research? What's this? G-A-T-T-I-C-A... It's a DNA sequence. DNA sequence of what? <sighs> it's mine, okay? Happy? I'm looking over my own DNA. Why would you do that? Greetings, students. Today's class is a little low-key compared to our previous classes. Instead of presenting your analysis, I've created a lesson plan with a common theme. Your education so far has been concerned with created works and fictional accounts from humanity. Today, we're going to take a look at actual recorded events. Professor, I have a question. Uh, No questions at this time, 45. We'll open for discussion after our first piece, Reimagined Moments in Radio. Oh, excuse me. Assistant producer. Mr. Hargraves, was it? Yes. What is it, Miss Kendrick? Well, I do realize it's only radio, Mr. Hargraves. But couldn't you have found something slightly more authentic from a costume? I'm afraid I don't see what you mean. We're doing Shakespeare, and I hope you'll agree that costume is nothing if not Shakespearean. But I'm playing Juliet, and this is the fool's outfit from King Lear. I wouldn't mind so much, but the bells keep banging into my pin's knees. Ah. What you evidently don't realise is that, traditionally, Juliet Capulet and the Fool from Lear wear the same costume. What? Juliet and the Fool wear the same costume? Where the hell did you get that idea? It's possible I was misinformed. In any event, Miss Kendrick should be grateful we took the trouble to get her period attire. Why, Leonard here isn't wearing a costume at all. I know, and it's rather distracting, I must say. I'm sorry if it displeases you, Cynthia, but Hargraves didn't provide me with any... I didn't say it displeases me, Leonard. I merely said it was... distracting. What's the point of staging this over the wireless? For goodness sake, it would be nice if the audience could see us in the roles. It would make us a little more human, don't you think? But, Sarah, you're not human. That is no offence intended, my dear, but I think we must bear in mind that you are, in fact, a highly trained miniature schnauzer with an extremely good agent, 
and there's no denying you do a range of vocal characterizations remarkably well. But do be reasonable. Do you actually think they'd put you on stage where you could be seen? Oh, not in this work, perhaps. But I could have my pick of other roles in the Shakespeare catalogue, I assure you. What? What roles? Where in Shakespeare is there a schnauzer? Why, all over the place, dear. There's the schnauzer in As You Like It, first schnauzer in Henry V, parts one and two, Queen Gertrude's schnauzer in Waiting in Hamlet. There's no schnauzer in Hamlet. I know every line of that play. Oh, yes? Which folio are you referencing, Lord Clever Breaches? The first. Well, now, good gracious, lad. Of course there aren't any schnauzers in the first folio. <laughs> and he calls himself a Shakespeare scholar. I don't oh. wish to be rude, Mr. Hargraves. But why Shakespeare, anyway? Why can't we do something else? Such as? Oh, I don't know. The Tempest, for instance. The, te the Tempest is Shakespeare. Well, there's no need to bite my head off. It was just an example. The works of the Bard of Avon are good enough for me, I confess, toiling so many centuries ago for our future enjoyment. <laughs> Don't look now, Leonard, but your participle's dangling. Now, Lord Cleverbreach, uh, that is, Leonard, would you please give us a few lines from one of your speeches into the microphone as a sample for the engineer? Uh, hang on, now I'll get you a script. That will not be necessary. I have my part memorised, of course. <clears throat> And by and by, thy bosom shall partake the secrets of my heart. All my engagements will I construe to thee, all the character of my sad brows. Good. Splendid. Good? Splendid? What? How dare you, sir? How dare you insult a great actor with your watered-down bureaucratic vocabulary of patronizing approbation? I must have missed the part where a great actor joined us. Still... It's nice of Leonard to defend him so gallantly, whoever he is. I don't have to put up with this insolence. I'm sure there are plenty of other radio monopolies in this town. Good day. Oh dear, what a naked display of vanity. Indeed. But I'm sure our Leonard will have offers, roaming around London with all his talent so thoroughly in evidence. Anyway, in my opinion, it's all for the best. I didn't think his reading was splendid at all. Oh. You didn't, did you? No, I did not. And why, may I ask, not? Because, you idiot. We're doing Romeo and Juliet, and the lines Leonard memorized with such professional dedication were from Julius Caesar. Now, 45, what is your question? Are we humans? What? I don't see how that's relevant to the piece we just witnessed. It isn't. But 97's been checking over his DNA and charting the similarities. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I, I just, I'm not positive or anything. I, I've just started charting similar patterns to what I found in the biological database. It is... Is this true, Three? I honestly have no idea. You're welcome to take that up with the Dean. After class. You don't know? You've been hinting at this since our first class. Students, I can't confirm something I have no knowledge of. None of you guys have anything relevant to say. No, Professor. No questions. No challenges to your authority. 
So, does anyone have any thoughts on the last piece? Well then, the second piece I chose has a familiar feel to our class, that of a talk show. Perhaps we could hold discussion after O'Malley's Media Storm. Oh, there we are. Everybody's here tonight. Well, well, good evening, viewers. Uh, yes, I, of course, am Richard O'Malley, and you're watching O'Malley's Media Storm. Tonight's guest is, uh, well, a rather surprising one. Surprising in that she agreed to come on at all, based on the way I've been talking about her in past shows. Now, she appeared in the media several months ago, presenting herself like some kind of superhero, saving people from burning buildings, stopping muggers, that sort of thing. But now she's claiming to be a goddess, and she says she wants to, and I quote, heal the world a little at a time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Astarte to the show. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you. Oh, you can sit right there. Now, so, let me just start by saying I think you're a fake. I think your hair is fake. I think your wings are fake. Fake, 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 fake. Wow. Okay. Uh, but I do want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what do you mean when you say you want to heal the world a little at a time? Well, first of all, Thank you, Richard, for having me on the show. Mm -hmm. And what I mean when I say I want to heal the world a little at a time is that I looked around at what I was doing, and I had to admit to myself, I was pretty much entertaining a childhood fantasy, being a superhero, when my powers really encompass a lot more than that. Uh, powers? Yes, just what are these powers? powers you claim to have. Uh, there are YouTube videos of you uh, flying, uh, picking up cars, walking through fire, uh, shooting laser beams out of your eyes. <laughs> that last one was faked, actually. I didn't do that. But you did do those other things. Oh, yeah. You just can't shoot laser beams. Well, probably. Wait, you never tried? Never had a reason. Well, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> you hate me, right? Hate's a strong word. Well, you dislike me, right? Um... Well, you're what, three feet away from me? Ah, do it. Shoot me with your eye beams of death. Come on, give the crowd a good show. <sighs> to answer the original question, my powers are... complicated. I'm still learning about the things I can do. Okay, well, just how did you get these powers anyway? Uh, there seems to be some speculation you were involved with the North Raleigh Six last year, uh, where a building collapsed for some unexplained reason, uh, killing dozens of people. Yet, uh, four women and two men walked away, unscathed, actually healthier than they were before. Yes. I revealed on my blog a couple of days ago that I was there. Wait, you're saying you're one of the six? No, I'm one of the dozens whose bodies couldn't be found. Uh, you... Uh, so... You faked your death. Is that what you're saying? No, I wouldn't say that. That body, who I was, had died. Those six that, 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 that walked away, they, they all proclaimed they had visions of God and that they felt profound love and acceptance and their lives were changed forever. 
Did you see God? No, I did not see God. What did you see? I saw what I believe to be an extra-dimensional, extremely powerful entity, from our point of view. So you saw God? I do not believe I saw the God of Abraham, the one called Yahweh or Jehovah or even Allah. It was clear that this entity had nothing to do with that. Wait, now, just how was it clear? This entity had never seen us before. It had no knowledge of our existence. It it was sort of like it was taking a walk and accidentally stepped on an anthill. Ste- on an anthill? You keep saying it. You don't know if it was a he or a she? It didn't really have a gender. Not as we would understand it. And it didn't talk to me directly. I just sort of had impressions. I know that it was sorry for what happened, and it tried to apologize. The remaking of people was an apology. Uh, so I'm supposed to believe you got an explanation of events, while these other people, they just got a pat on the head and were sent on their way. I can't speak to their experiences. Maybe what they saw, what we saw, was filtered through our own understanding of the universe. I imagine their belief in God colored their perception a certain way. Oh, so what you're now saying is you don't believe in God. I'm an atheist, yes. (laughs) You're an atheist. Of course you're an atheist, but uh, now you're calling yourself a god, right? That actually wasn't me. Some other blogger did that. Well, you named yourself after a goddess. I actually named myself after a computer language my college professor invented. But, yeah... Astarte is an ancient Mesopotamian goddess. So you're not arguing the point. I stopped trying. I'm not going to spend time trying to label myself and relabel myself every time someone says I'm something I'm not. No point. Well, I give up. Why are you here in this studio? Uh, Please, tell me. For you, Dick. I'm here for you. I know what. She's going to use her eye beams. You just watch. Everybody watch. She's going to use her eye beams. Security! No, no. I came here because I saw you on television and, um, noticed your illness. Uh, Illness? Uh, What illness? (laughs) The cancer that's currently eating its way through your liver. My, uh, how did you? I haven't even told my wife. The doctors gave you what? Six months? Three? (laughs) Um, oh. I can help you, Dick. I can make it go away. I don't know how you got your information, but I think it's time for you to leave. Can we can we go to commercial, please? Please take me seriously. I'm trying to save your life. You are not going to use my show and me for some kind of publicity stunt. Well, your producer thinks it's a good idea. I can see it in her mind. See it in her mind? This is nonsense! And I will not be a part of this! Get your hands off me! Stop it! Stop! Nick, are you okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. No, 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 don't touch her. I'm... It's okay. I... I don't know what to say. Um, something has definitely happened to me. I can't really say what, but the pain's gone completely. Your cancer's gone, Dick. 
my God. How, how, why did you do that? To show you, to show those listening that I'm not a hoax. I'm not a threat. I just want to help. This isn't a YouTube video or a blogger's testimony. This is something in front of a live audience, both here and at home. You... You used me. Excuse me? I helped you. Oh, no. No, you helped yourself. You say you're not a threat. I disagree. If you indeed have this kind of power, you are a great threat. Not only physically, but spiritually. You are out to mislead millions of God-fearing Americans. This was not the response I was expecting. Oh. You expected me to bow down and worship you, goddess? No, it's not like that. I don't want anyone to worship me. I just, just want a little respect. A little respect? Uh, You come on this show, (laughs) denounce God in front of uh, millions of people, then assault me and claim to have healed me. (laughs) Why, you're nothing but a a false prophet, a snake oil salesman, out to trick people into believing you. Get off of my show! I knew I should have started with Craig Ferguson. Um, 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 well, uh, she's, uh, she's gone. Um, uh, commercial. It's a commercial. Uh, We'll be right back, folks. Uh, Stay tuned. Our next guest will be... uh, What? Uh, he left? Uh, uh, we'll be right back. You guys have nothing for that? Someone claimed to have made contact with an extra-dimensional entity on primetime television, and you have no opinion. Fine. No homework tonight. I want you to prepare for the final exam. Class dismissed. You have an interesting definition of controlling your classroom. Aren't they right? It'd certainly explain your purpose and what we're trying to do here. Don't concern yourself with such matters. Your class is in open rebellion. They have a right to know the truth. As do I. Get your students to pass, and all will be revealed. I thought we moved past these games when I graduated the program. You did. Your students have not. I hope they do well on their final. Featuring the voice talents of Anna Rodriguez as Student 45, Tom Stitzer as Student 7, Dave Morgan as Student 97, Catherine Pride as Student 4, Seth Adam Scherer as The Professor, and Jason R. Wallace as The Dean. In O'Malley's Media, Jim Edgar as Richard O'Malley, Deborah Adams as Astarte, and Lynn Cullen as The Producer, written by Vincent Morrison. In Reimagined Moments in Radio, Richard Paul as Hargraves, Deborah Adams as Miss Kendrick, Rebecca Thomas as Cynthia, 
Dave Morgan as Leonard, and Hannah Jang Condell as Sarah. Written by Jonathan Cause Elwood. Directed by Paul Brueggemann. Shorts edited by Susan Bridges. Rapper script by Colin Kelly. Story by Colin Kelly and Jack Kalk. Edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Music by Kevin McLeod. Seminar theme by Vincent Morrison. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. This production, copyright 2014, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Next time on Seminar. Good morning, Abigail. My name is Dr. Loeb. How are you? Fine. Do you know why you're here? I think so. Abigail, please don't be nervous. I'm not nervous, but you are. I need to show you something, Abigail. Reveal the chamber, please. And then... I have a mission for you. Whatever it is, I don't want any part of it. How dare you! How dare I? I am a god! You are my champion, my loyal servant. When I call, you come. I need a mortal to do this. All right. What's the job? And back in the classroom. What the hell? Where am I? Oh god, oh god, oh god. They actually did it. Oh god. Greetings, students. Calm down. Everything is all right. He says everything's all right, but can it really be? something again. How are they going to hurt us now? Why am I hungry? Find out what happens when Seminar Episode 60 comes out on Wednesday, December 17th, 2014. Only at PendantAudio.com.